Welcome to You're Still Away. We're two bogey golfers, and this is the year we get good at golf. No more regretting golf trips because our games don't hold up. No more getting frustrated when we're supposed to be having fun. This year, we're on a quest to slash our handicaps in half. Let's check in and see how we're doing. Hey, this is Brian. This is Billy. What's going on, William? How are you today? Uh, throwing over to Wayne's World. You didn't say two or one. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, nothing. Just a Wayne's World reference there. Uh, dude, I, I enjoy a Wayne's World reference. Hey, Wayne. Um, <laughs> what, what what happened? Oh, I was doing. I was giving you a countdown. And I didn't give you two or one. Yeah. All right. Well, two or one. Well, we got started anyway. <laughs> it happened. We're all good. So, uh, all right, this is the episode where I think we're going to cover our, uh, you know, I was referring it, re referring to this plan as my practice plan, but uh, I'm coming around and I'm going to start referring to it as my improvement plan. So I, like you know, I don't know if that changes your mental state at all, but, uh, you know, trying to get Zen about this whole thing. So this is my improvement plan because it's more than just practice. I got, I got four parts to my practice plan, my improvement plan, four parts. So, uh, you know. It's a holistic approach, Billy. It's a holistic approach. Uh, you do what you got to do. You call it whatever you got to <laughs> call it. We're going to get into the plans and the bets. Um, fun, funny enough, funnily. Is that, enough, is that a word? Funnily? Hey, if it's not, it should be. Funnily enough, uh, this was supposed to be episode three, but somebody forgot to record episode three. So uh, Man, what, what you idiot. heard. What an <laughs> idiot that guy is. Before you heard uh, that, um, we were supposed to have this practice plan and this bet or the improvement plan, I should say. None of that's changed. Uh, and this bet uh, before we went out and played around, but, you know, not a big deal. So we're going to cover a little bit of that today. But first, we did need to kind of uh, have a little, you know, uh, correction, like an old newspaper throwing out a correction from <laughs> uh, from last week. That's right. We might duel. So basically, our handicaps, I don't want to say are bullshit, but they're nah. not. They're not 100% accurate because like probably most golfers, well, you know what? I shouldn't accuse most golfers of that. I don't know what people do, but to get 100%, you know, accurate handicaps, you know, a lot of the times I shank a drive into the woods. I look for it. I don't find it. I throw a ball on the ground. I drop two and I'm hitting three. Right. That is not the correct way to play right. golf or right. to score golf you are, you are dropping two and three right and you are hitting four and and under the local rule it should be you know stroke and distance but we're not going back to the tees you know so we're either hit you know hitting because technically it's a local rule in 2019 so like your local golf course has to call that like local rule oh does it really uh, yeah. yeah but i'm going to assume that any course we play is playing the local rule yeah i mean Stroke and distance means you got to go back to the tee and you're hitting three off the tee. Um, the reason you're hitting four, if you just drop, you don't take the distance penalty, right? You just take the stroke penalty. You got to take two strokes if you only take the stroke penalty. Right. And, you know, it makes sense to me. It just means, you know, you're, you're dropping basically where you went out. A benefit of the rules, you do get to drop in the fairway when you went out of bounds, right? When we were reading that, then you get to drop in the fairway. Yeah, I believe like where it crossed into the fair, like crossed yeah, the where it left up. the fairway. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. no closer to the hole, but you can right. drop in the fairway, right? Um, which is pretty cool. I like that. 
and, and the whole reason this even came up was because towards the end of the episode, uh, you know, on three, we realized I did the math wrong and um, I was supposed to go in and edit my handy, my, the, the round I submitted for my handicap. We thought it was going to be street uh, three strokes lower. I, I, I posted a 98. We thought it would be a 95, um, which, you know, according to the net double bogey rule would be the case 95. But in our research, we came across this rule. So I decided not to go in and edit anything. So I just left it as a 98. And moving forward, we are gonna, we're gonna stick to the rules. We're gonna do this. Like if we're gonna bring these handicaps down, we wanna do it the right way. So when you go OB or you lose a ball. Not a ball, right? Not, in a, not at a hazard. If it's in a hazard, it's a different rule, but you lose a ball, not in a hazard, or it goes OB. When you drop, it's actually a two-stroke penalty. So I don't know how many of you guys are, are playing it that way. I know that I've been playing golf for, for quite a while, and I've never played it that way. Um, but we're going to start doing it that way now, right? Yeah, absolutely. And here it is. All right. So model local rule E5, you know, blah, 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 two-stroke penalty, stroke and distance, but uh, fairway reference point. The point of the fairway of the hole being played that is nearest to the ball reference point, but is not nearer the hole than the ball reference point. Why do golf rules sound like a math? <laughs> the ball problem? reference point <laughs> is the point where the original ball is estimated to have come to rest on the course or last cross the edge of the course boundary to go out of bounds. For the purposes of this local rule, fairway means any area of grass in the general area that is cut to fairway height or less. All right. So, so we'll, we'll take it. I mean, I'm sure sometimes I won't drop in the fairway. It, you know, it might be okay to just drop in the rough where it went out, um, you know, depending on whether there's trees in the way or whatever. But it is nice to know that you can kind of cut that diagonal line backwards and, and get into the fairway. Yeah. And like, let's be honest, like, like that round we played last time when I, when I should have taken it unplayable and you get one club length and you can drop it, you drop it from your knee and all that. Listen, Am I actually taking a club and laying it down on the ground and going to probably <laughs> right, not, no. but you know what I mean? So but I, I don't want to within a club though. Right. I yeah, mean. exactly. So maybe we should start doing that. You know, a lot of this is speed of play. I don't want to be the slow guy, you know, going, I'm running back to my bag to get my driver because it's the longest club. And you know what I mean? Yeah. But, it's but a gentleman's we do game. want to play a gentleman's game, Billy. Yeah. But we do want to play, you know, obviously by the handicap rules, this whole purpose is to bring our handicaps down in half or even more. So, you know, I'm not going to, uh, you know, just completely disregard, you know, a pretty big rule there. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I mean, quite frankly, the goal just got a lot harder, right? Now, every Absolutely. time it's two strokes. Well, but, we were talking about it. I mean, I'm certainly going to pull driver less. Um, right. Could, could be helpful. Maybe, maybe I pull yeah. the four iron out. You pull your three hybrid out a little bit more often and, and we actually keep it in the short grass. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, it reminds me of another thing that I need to do with my driver to, to keep it straight, which uh, I've completely abandoned for some reason and remembered about hole 16 when we were playing on Sunday, but yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, it'll it'll certainly change the the tee box uh, mentality a little bit. Um, yes, yes, keeping right. it OB, and not losing balls is. I, I mean, it's always important, obviously, but you never want to lose your balls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you know, it's definitely way more important now. 
Yes, it is. So. Yes, it is. Yes. And I was glad we came across that. I think, um, I think we'll give the full reading of the rules, um, you know, over the course of the next week or so, and just make sure that we're doing everything right. But yeah, the, the whole point here, like you said, we want to lower our handicaps, we want to lower them right. So we're going to give it our best shot. Um, does that mean I'll never take a breakfast ball? Probably not. You know, it could happen. If I don't get a warm up on the range, a breakfast ball might happen. But I am going to try to not to do any mulligans. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, typically we do one mulligan aside, but um, yeah, I might have to go. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, I think that's got to go. I took one on the front last time. But I didn't take one on the back. Yeah, I, I, my, my plan going in was to not take any. I did take one because, <laughs> because I had the one on that par three where the freaking bug flew in my ear and my back swing. <laughs> so I did take a mulligan on that one. But wow. uh, but I'm going to stop. And, you know, in the future, I got to step off. I just got to step off. Yeah, I hear you. So, all right. You know, right. Handi handicap controversy aside, I think um, we do have some some exciting stuff happening here. So. I can't remember. I know we've at least talked about the bet in in uh in the episode where we talked about the round. But did we did we fully lay out what we're trying to do here? What what the bet really is? How, how, have we shared that yet? I don't know because I messed up the recording and no, we have not, not sure what's in the can and what's not. No, well we're gonna review it again. And Let's if do you've it. Heard it? Sorry if you haven't. <laughs> you probably away. haven't. You probably haven't. Uh, you know we'll edit it what we can. But yes, very excited for this bet. All right, Very so excited. and so, we got a pot built already, which is we do the significant money in that pot already. Two hundred and nine bucks. So like things are interesting. Hundred and nine. Oh, hundred and nine. That's right. Hundred and nine. Two hundred and nine was was too uh too hefty. We went with one oh nine. Right. But uh, so basically we we both pre-funded the the pot, fifty dollars each, right? So that put the first hundred in there. And then you whooped me on a, in our round on Sunday, and uh, I owed you nine dollars. So instead of paying you the $9, I put the $9 into the pot. And then at the end of the golf season, come November 1st, whoever drops their handicap by the biggest percentage is going to win the pot, right? That, that's that where right. we're at. That All right. right. I like it. I like so, it. So well, well, we can get into, well, I guess we can get into practice plan first, but we also did state that that pot has to be used for Pinehurst two or four. Correct. That's right. You so, can pocket the leftover. Yes. If there is any, or you can treat the, you know, throw the rest of it towards the other person. You can do whatever you want with the rest of the pot, but that pot is going to be used at Pinehurst two or four. That's right. So if there's 250 bucks in the pot, which uh, that probably doesn't even cover around a Pinehurst number two anymore, does it? Uh, yeah. Maybe like the day after Christmas, but <laughs> so, like, that's it. So, so, all right, let's say there's 500 bucks in the, in the pot at the end of the year. Oh, let's be real. Season. I mean, it's already one Oh nine and it's going to, oh, it's, it's going to be a thousand dollars easy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's say there's a thousand dollars. So the winner gets the thousand dollars has to pay for Pinehurst. Number two has to go play Pinehurst. Number two. Yes. Right? Say four fifties coming out of that. Let's say four fifty. The loser has to go with the winner to play with them. Right. Yes. Okay. And the winner is under no obligation to pay for the losers round correct okay so i have my eyes on some new clubs so i'm gonna state right just now got new clubs. i'm gonna state right now. just got new clubs it's years ago come on state right now i don't think there's any money coming your way when i win i 100 i got my eyes on a set of <laughs> irons as well i really i almost pulled the trigger last night 
No, uh, I didn't. The less you play, the more you buy, Billy. You yeah. gotta get out on the course. I know. I was really close. Um, it really well, it probably you know what probably saved me being a lefty. Because the I cannot find these irons. There's like two sets out there on the internet <laughs> that are lefties. So um internet's yeah, a big anyway, place. I didn't. So um anyway, uh, maybe I'll get them beforehand, maybe I won't. But yeah, I, I mean instead I think, you know, when I win the thousand dollars, I'll I'll play, you know, number two. I'll pay for myself and then I'll just drink a lot of cocktails i, I actually think I, I you know what i'm gonna be honest let's be honest right now i think we should make it a rule right now that the winner cannot pay for the losers round i think that should be part of the penalty for losing you have to pay for your own round now can the winner be cool and like buy dinner and drinks or whatever it might be yes i think the right. winner should do that Maybe but the loser should the that... loser should have to pay for their own okay. round. all right no i i I got no problem. That puts extra pressure on it. It's, you know, it does. $500. Uh, it's a big swing. It's a big it's a swing. Big swing. I, I love it though. I mean, and, and, and it depends on, dude, the way we play and, and quite frankly, some of our workouts are going to be part of this, Um, you know, paying into the fund. We'll get into the improvement plans in a bit, but you know, I, I miss workouts. I'm not going to lie. My legs hurt so bad, bad today. I did not, I did not make my scheduled workout. So that means I got to put $5 into the fund, but we'll, we'll cover that a little bit more, but the way we work out and the way we practice, this is like the best accountability plan on the planet. Like every time I miss a scheduled workout or a scheduled yeah. practice, I got to put money into the fund, which means this thing could really get up there. Yeah. And then if you lose, I mean, Excuse me. I don't know what the average, you know, round at Pinehurst is, but yeah, probably anywhere from, well, at number two or four is probably anywhere from three to $500. So, and then, and then so, you know, you know, if you lose, you're going to lose the, the pot and then you got to throw on an extra, I mean, listen, if I got to throw on an extra four or 500 bucks to go play around at number two, it's, <laughs> there's worse yeah. things to lose, but still, there are worse things. you know, so when you're missing a workout, think, think about that. Um, That's right. Yeah. I actually really love that. I mean, you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe the winner picks up around at, you know, dormy or, you know, mid pines the next day or something. If we turn it into an overnight, uh, I'm all yeah. for that, man. Dormy tobacco road, mid pines, yeah. any, any one of those spots. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. Cool. All right. So we should probably uh, get into these practice plans then, huh? Um, uh, we, we've, we've explained the bet well enough. I think it's pretty self-explanatory at this point. Right. So uh, you know what we should do though? We should establish like for real our current handicaps and our goal handicaps. Right. No, yeah. No. Yeah. And yeah. I, we probably covered it last time. It was real quick. The $9 that you lost was dots. We played dots. That's right. So, so, that, so dots basically is if you win the hole, you get a dot. If you, uh, if you, well, I think we played it. If you shot par, you got two dots. A bogey was one dot. A sandy bogey was two dots. A sandy par was three dots. Yeah. It was all kinds of Nassau front back the whole nine. Yeah. No, um, I think about it. I don't think we ever did a closest to the pin or a long drive. We never did. We always forget those. We yeah. always forget. Those. Yeah. We always say it has to be declared. And then we just always, yeah. always forget. It would have been some close on some par threes too. We had some nice shots. It would have been really close on it. Yeah. There were two par threes, but we just split. Like you were on the right side of the flag. Yeah. And we would have needed a tape measure. Yeah. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put one in my golf bag. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, that's how it got to 109. We just both kicked in 50 to get it started, and we do have a, a, a separate account that we're 
sending it to. So it's yep. not like, you know, oh, I owe it this, I owe it that. It's like, no, you lose it. It's uh, like paying a golf bet at the end of the round. You throw it in the account. Exactly, exactly. It gets, golf bets get paid up that day. And then if we miss a workout or something like that, it gets paid up on Sundays, right? So I we miss my really workout into today. the workout part of it. Because... Yeah, no, we haven't got into that yet. But but basically each one of us has a workout plan where we got to work out three times a week, right? So I should have done my second workout today, which is Thursday but I did not, but I don't owe five bucks yet. I can make, I can do my second workout tomorrow, Friday, my third workout on Sunday and I'm in the clear, right? So the workout bets get settled on Sundays. Yeah. The workout weeks, this was kind of impromptu when we did the episode that we didn't record. We're like, you know, because we're, we, we were talking about our workout plan and we're like, Hey, let's make this part of it. So we actually, you know, either stick mm -hmm. to it or quite frankly, we need a way to grow the pot. So so yes, uh, workouts are from Monday to Sunday. You're mm -hmm. doing like a hit. I'm doing like a weight training thing. Um, you know, they were both three days a week. So we were like, all right, let's do it. So yeah, again, uh, um, yeah. Uh, so those bets get settled on Sundays as well as range sessions. We each committed to two range sessions a week. Yeah, practical, and, yeah, range, practice, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you can go to a but short, it has area, to be short game area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting, backyard putting, don't count. Yeah, backyard don't count. Putting inside doesn't count. So twice a week, you got to get to a, a practice area, putt, mm -hmm. short game, hit ball, whatever you want to work on. Um, twice a week, and then workouts three times a week. For everyone you miss, the week goes from Monday to Sunday. So I guess you have it told midnight Sunday night. Yep. So if you don't, you know, if you only worked out twice and did a rain session, you know, you owe ten bucks. Yep. So $5 for everything missed every week. I know that we said when the golf season until November 1st, I would say we typically take a golf trip in like September, October, as long as that trip happens, I would say a week. Well, unless it's really late October, I, you know what? November 1st, November, November 1st, man. And, and I, I like November 1st because whenever we go on the trip and I think Quite frankly, this year, we should schedule the trip for late October. I think it should be close to November 1st because we can treat that as almost like a tournament, right? Those rounds are going to count towards our handicaps, right? Whatever we play, they, they're going to, you know, and the, the way you win this is biggest percentage drop in your handicap. So it will be good because part of the reason why we're doing this is because I know I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sure you are a little bit too, but going, we go on golf trips, not big trips. We, we we're, we're lucky enough to live in an area where we can day trip to Pinehurst. We can do a quick weekend at, at Myrtle. Um, but when we go and play a nice course, a lot of times we, we take it in the throat and we end up playing terribly. And part of doing this is like getting over that. Like the last time we played at Pinehurst, we played with those two kids who were, you know, they weren't kids anymore. They were probably close to 30 but they had played in college and man, they were good, you know? Yeah. And even like, I mean, I don't want to say I didn't enjoy it, but like I got my teeth kicked in in Caledonia, you know, right. like, I don't yeah. want that anymore. I'm not saying right. I got to go out and shoot par, but I mean, no, I don't no. want to, I want to go out and shoot, you know, mid eighties. I want my it. game to show up. Exactly. Yeah, I want exactly. my game to show up. So, so, well, you know, I, I think that that'll put the pressure on the golf trip in October, right? Like, Hey, let's go. We got to, we're going to go wherever we go, whether it be Pinehurst, Myrtle or wherever else we, we decide to go. And those rounds are going to count towards the bet. So I, I think that'll be a good thing. 
Yeah, it could be a, a, a last push to uh, yeah. you know declare a winner. It could be a last push to get some money in the pot. Yep. So yeah, um, we got till November. Uh, right. Quite November frankly, one. You know, obviously that do- that doesn't count until for for the bet purposes. But I mean, if it's going to be towards the end, you know, mid October, late October, this is you know we're, we're mid March right now. So I mean. I mean, we don't know who the winner is going to be, obviously, but hopefully we both are getting close to our goals and we're both around at least a 15, a 12, a 10, whatever it is, and not yeah. 22 anymore. You know? Yeah, so, no, I'm with so, you, man. All right. So even that trip could be, you know, kind of uh, more fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no doubt. No doubt. All right. So let, let, let's cover that now then. So current handicaps, target handicaps. Now the bet isn't based off the target handicap. That's just going to be based off percentage dropped. But um, so my current handicap is a 20.7, um, not quite a bogey golfer. And my target handicap, so by November 1st, I really want to be a 9.9. That, that's where I'm at. But uh, I'm definitely looking to at least slash it in half. But once I got to half, I was like, well, 10.3, I might as well just go for 9.9. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, you could say you're single digit. That's what be, I'm saying. That would like be fantastic. 199 on the scale. <laughs> um, i'm with you man i'm with you <laughs> uh right now i sit at a 22.7 all right um yeah goal purposes i think i said i wanted to be 12 14 i honestly i mean maybe i should i know some people are into you, you gotta have the goal and the vision and this and that um like I said, it doesn't matter. So I guess I'll declare it a 12. I want to, I want to take 10 strokes off my handicap. All right. That's cool. I like it. Um, more than that, though, it, for me, it really is about the process. It's about working out. It's about getting to the range. It's about playing at least twice a month. It's about focusing on what I am not good at and no more, you know, I, I was, I mean, I don't really enjoy the range quite honestly. So like, I, I'm never the person that's just like bangs driver all day long, but I, I'm really looking forward to going to the range tomorrow. Cause I want to try some like strike plan drills, you know, and like, I'm bringing my seven iron and that is it. And I just want to do strike plan drills. Um, nice. Love it. Yeah. So things like that, I think will be great. Um, but that's the beauty of the way we structured this bet, right? Like, this is a weird bet as far as it's six months long. You got to pay when you miss things. It's much more of a process bet. So I feel right. like, I feel like the way we structure this is really going to kick us in the butt to actually do the work. Right. Cause, cause look, we can talk about it. We can talk about wanting to shave 10 strokes off our handicap slash in half, whatever. I'll watch YouTube videos. I'll read books, whatever. But honestly, that handicap's not coming down until you get out there and you put in the work. So yeah, I feel like 100%. we structured this in a way where we're going to go and we're going to go out there, put in the work. Yeah. And if you don't, quite frankly, you're going to pay for it. So exactly. I mean, we're, we're exactly. Both, you know, pretty on it. We, we like to gamble. We're, we both pay our, pay our debts when it comes to gambling. So, um, you know, I'm going to put $5 in when I miss. Again, it's all on our system. Same and always pays his debts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you about this. You know, <laughs> it's all good. I've no. been texting you how bad my legs hurt. You're, you're, you're not unaware. No, no. I just mean more like um, I, I've said in past years, oh, I want my handicap to drop. And then when it really comes down to it, 
I didn't do anything for that. What I right. read, I read Bob Rotella's putting out of your mind. Or whatever. Like, what is, you know, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. It was just cool. I mean, I, I, I'm not against reading golf yeah. books, but it, no, no, but it just needs to be secondary. It needs to be secondary to actually getting out there and doing it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, I, I'm not going to tell people what to practice, but if you're not, it, it, I forget who it was. It might've been Adam Young, but someone is like, what I consider to be a good practice session is when I have a goal and I've left with something. Like mm-hmm. I don't just grab my bag and, you know, hit a bunch of drivers. And then I was actually listening to this other guy. I think I'm going to go take a lesson with him. He's at Valentine country club. And, um, just listened to a podcast interview he had just to get a vibe on him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, he was talking about, you go to the range long enough, you're going to work yourself into a problem. Yeah, and, interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. He's like, everything's going great. And, uh, then all of a sudden you start shaking <laughs> and then you got a problem, you know, like, cause you were there doing nothing. Oh, I think I did that the last time I was at the range. Yeah, exactly. You work yourself into a problem. And he's actually really big on like on course lessons. Yeah, I'm all for that, man. I well, think he, he was me, saying, send me some of it. I'll, I'll, I'm, a, I'm in. Let's do it. That's that's an episode right there. Let's get an on course yeah. lesson. Well, he was saying, um, yeah, I was gonna go get just like a 30 minute lesson for him. It's like 65 bucks, which is actually you know decent price. But uh, the guy played on the PGA Tour too. Like you know, I don't think anyone would ever hear of him. But anyways, elite golfer, you know. But um, he was talking about. He was like, all these members keep coming up to me, all these people I give lessons to. And they're like, you know, uh, works great on the range, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can't take it to the course. He's like, I got so sick of hearing that. He's like, I just, I changed my focus like on yeah, course. Let's like, take it. Yeah. Let's take yeah. it to the course right now. And uh, he was telling me like he's given this one guy, I mean, in the interview, he's saying he's given this one guy, uh, you know, an on course lesson. He's really just watching him play, you know? And the guy's bitching about his his driver doesn't have a cut or it does have a cut or whatever, you know, and he just can't get rid of it and he hates his ball flight and this and that. And they're talking after around. He's like, he's like, Bob, you three putted seven of nine holes and hit every <laughs> fairway. Who gives a shit what your driver ball flight? Like, you know, right. Like, Dude, too many people are playing golf swing instead of playing golf. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of that I'm over. So the guy sounded pretty cool. He's not very into like technical. He's more into, you know, working your way around a course and strategy and uh, yeah, I love it. And that's awesome. So yeah, I think I'm going to get a lesson with him. I, I don't remember why I got off on that tangent, but uh, nah, it's all good. You, you, you're, you're good for a tangent, man. It, yeah. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. So, all right. Do we want to get into the uh, practice or I'm sorry, the improvement plans now want to do that? Well, I mean, I think, well, yeah, I mean, I think we kind of did. Well, one's a workout, right? I know yours is very, you know, spreadsheeted out for you. So I don't know about spreadsheeted out, but I've got a program, <laughs> I'm in, you know, it's a 12 week, uh, I, you know, I've been calling it a hit workout, but I'm not sure that it is. I think it's just like a circuit workout. Right. Um, which I'm fine with. Clearly, the one I did on Tuesday has put me in enough pain that I could not. I could not do the workout today. Getting up and down the stairs in my house was enough of a yeah, challenge today. Um, so I'm really hoping tomorrow I, I can get it in. I did a little yoga today just to try and uh, you know stretch out those muscles because like, I needed well, the help. That's something else pointed out too because I, I do yoga and stretching and some other things, but 
for bet purposes, it's only your workout program and mine. I can't, you know, do yoga one day and have that. Oh count. yeah. No, it's it doesn't only count. the workout. Uh, it doesn't count. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And that's why I kind of bring this up. Like, so like my improvement plan has four parts, but I think only two of them actually count towards the bet. Right. So that the fitness part doing the workouts absolutely counts towards the bet. And I got to get three of them in by Sunday or I'm going to owe you money. But the second part is to work on the mental game and, and strategy. So you were talking a little bit about getting like an on-course lesson from somebody. Mm -hmm. Like that's definitely mental game and strategy stuff. Um, I've started to meditate. So I'm meditating two times a day for 10 minutes a piece. Whether that actually helps me out on the golf course or not, I don't know. But considering how I literally stamped my foot like a three-year-old on the ninth hole when we played on Sunday, I have to think that getting to a better place mentally and like internally and meditating and being calmer yeah. would, would, would help my golf game. So I am hurt, right? Yeah. So I, I'm going to stick to that meditating two times a day plan. Um, clearly though, if I miss a meditation, I don't owe any money to, to the, to the fund. I also want to commit to using um, Adam Young's aim point concept to make adjustments. So I think a lot of the times when I'm on the course, well, he's I might, not aim point, right? Well, aim point's the putting thing, right? Where uh, you can, right. but 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 he's got a different thing inside of Strike Plan. Like one of the last videos, he calls it the 3D aim point concept, oh, okay. and so he's not like it's not the same thing as the putting at all. It's more about, and basically the concept is he's like if you were throwing darts, right? Like let, let's say you're you're throwing darts, you're trying to hit the bullseye, and you keep landing lower than the bullseye right? Like all, all your darts are coming in underneath the bullseye. What are you going to do if you were playing darts? Like what, what adjustment would you make? Probably going to lift my shoulder a little higher or release it earlier. Okay. Or aim higher, right? Well, like, yeah, I guess my shoulder being higher would be aimed higher. Right. But yeah. So, so he's like, you know, darts, you, you start to aim higher or, you know, shooting, shooting a gun, shooting archery, you just like a kind of adjust your, your aim up. And, and now all of a sudden, you know, the arrows or the, or the bullets are landing where you want them to land. He's like, it can be that simple in golf too. Whereas in, instead of thinking, I got to adjust my shoulder, I got to, my hips are doing this or my own. He's like, just aim at a different spot on the ball. And he's got a whole big thing on. So I'm just saying, I'm trying to simple, simplify things out there, mental game and strategy. I want to just simplify when i'm on the course on the range is a different story i'll work on technique i'll work on mechanical things but on the course i want to just use the simplest way to make adjustments while i'm playing around i want to accept the outcomes of my shots so if, if the shot is terrible i just have to accept it and move on uh, have as much fun as i can out there and and really not let other people and we talked a little bit about this in the last episode how our mental games are, are weak. We are weak mentally, yeah. um, not letting other people affect my attitude. Right. So we, we, we had the benefit of playing by ourselves on, on Sunday. It was, it was, I mean, eight sixteen in the morning and we played by ourselves on a Sunday. That's like unheard of. So that was kind of cool. Um, but we've played with plenty of people who are super slow, people who want to chat you up and they have nothing to say, you know, all kinds of weird things. We have definitely played with some winners out there. Um, I'm not going to let them affect my attitude yeah. anymore. And 100% no matter who we play with. Two lefties? <laughs> uh, every time, every time. We should have named this the Lefty Podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two lefties? I've never even seen that before. I'm going to start telling people I'm Canadian. Apparently, there's a bunch <laughs> of lefties up there. 
<laughs> you want to get like a uh, like a maple leaf backpack or yeah, exactly. maple leaf yeah. on your golf bag or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah, Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm north of the border, eh? <laughs> but uh, so so that's it. I want you know I want to have fun. I want to accept the outcome. My my encore swing thoughts are going to be much more let well much less mechanical and much more kind of like I'm playing darts, just adjusting my aim. Going to yeah. meditate. And then um, we, we talked a little bit about this, but uh, the scoring method, right? So the Will Robbins right. scoring method, um, not to get into too much detail, but he basically says, stop trying to play the game like you're a pro and play the game that you can actually play. Hit clubs off the tee that you can keep in bounds. Seven out and, of 10 times. So for yeah. all the people that are like, oh, I don't want to smash driver, smash driver all day long. If you can keep it in bounds seven out of 10 times. Yeah, he, yeah, he'll say, go ahead and smash it. Mm-hmm. But seven out of 10 times. So, and and the other thing is, is if you can't make it there in two, that's okay. Lay up to a position where you're comfortable and, and have a good shot in. Like, like play strategy, set yourself up to have a good second shot, set yourself up to be able to actually get on the green. You know, you instead of hitting a 210 yard four iron and it's going to bend left on me and I'm going to be in a bunker or in the water, maybe I should hit a 120 yard pitching wedge and then have a nice easy shot in. So, you know, there's, there's much more to it than that, but yeah, it's actually really cool. People are interested. It's It's like 50 bucks or it's costing less than a round, or at least when I bought it a few years ago, Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's got a cool story. Even Um, just the, uh, the free videos are worth it. Forget the, you know, the paid stuff, you know, if you're interested in it, go for it. I, I would highly recommend it. Both you and I have paid for it. We enjoy it. But um, just go grab his free videos. Just go to, I think it's just scoringmethod.com or something like that, right? Yeah, no, it's been a while yeah. since I've looked at yeah. it. If, if I, you just Google like Will Robbins scoring method, yeah. you'll find it. I mean, honestly, for years, I, I didn't hit driver partially because I had a terrible slice. Part of it was, you know, Will Robbins finally convincing me to just put it away finally and just mm-hmm. put, put your three hybrid out there seven out of 10 times, 200 yards. Yeah, I mean, done. I'm not playing 7,000 yard courses. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I cheat off for years with my three hybrid. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, you're hitting your driver well enough now that seven out of 10 is legit. Like, like, yeah, no, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it you've is. been working on it. And I try to stick to, I lose, I, I give myself one lost drive aside. So I shank number one into the woods. I'm done with driver until 10. Yeah. That, that's a good way to look at it. I like that. And then hopefully never becomes anything, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. But I do want to try that. So I think he asks you to play four rounds using his method and he's got certain stats that he wants you to keep track of. They're like his own proprietary kind of stats. It's not just fairways hit, you know, greens hit and regulation. He's got certain stats he wants you to keep track of. So I'm going to do four rounds, keeping track of his stats and, and playing by his method and just, just see where it comes out. You know, I, I nah. think just seeing what happens will drastically yeah. affect my mental game. Yeah. That's what he says. He's like, you know, give me four rounds, you know, it's the, length of a you know tournament weekend for pros four rounds and really not that big of a deal you can knock that out in a month you know if you play once a week knock it out in a weekend if you go away on a trip yeah the best line that he has he's like oh people tell me all the time oh i just want want to smash driver your your way of playing golf isn't fun he's like oh yeah like shooting your personal best that's not fun you know breaking 80 or breaking 90 that's not fun you know i I, I gotta be (laughs) honest man uh it 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 is fun. I mean, I've only broken 91 time, but I shot an 83. Yeah. And I shot an 83 because I shot a 38 on the back. 
And like, I feel like those nine holes, I was just kind of in the zone. Yeah. And I know that I committed to, to the Will Robbins approach for those nine holes. Right. There were decisions I made where I was like, nope, I'm not doing that thing. Even though it's not crazy. It wasn't like a crazy hero shot, but it just wasn't the right shot. And I just committed to making the right shot. The whole, no, there the were, whole yeah, nine holes. I was with you there. And I remember thinking like, he's, he's hitting that right here, you know, or uh, like you and said, it, it wasn't like, you, were, you know, normally would have pilled, but you know, you weren't trying to pull quite frankly, when you're shooting, you know, a 38 and an 83, you're not in the woods. You're not, you don't have right. to pull. You like, kept it in play. Shot. Yeah. But there are yeah. a lot of times like he's not going for the green here or he's hitting uh, this wedge here, whatever it is, you know, yeah. but, um, yeah, no, it was impressive. It was yeah, that was a ton, and it was a ton of fun. It really was. I just kind of like exactly. I was just so, like, man, this is this is if this is golf, I'm you know sign me up. So yeah, exactly. So I mean, uh, like I said, I'm not going to tell people what to do, but it, it's worth a look. Like you said, it's it's much more than just you know, oh, keep it in play and do that. He he really gives you a system to what I I said it. Um, he really gives you a system, which I like about it is you can walk away and you know what to practice. Do mm -hmm. I need to practice my tee shots? Is it my second shots? Is it my three foot pots? Is it my, Is it my 10 foot pots? Yeah, yeah. Is it, you know, and then you walk away and you keep these weird stats. He tells you to keep and you know what to practice. Yep. And honestly, you got me thinking, I mean, maybe for this bet, I just do it because, and really commit to it because with practicing twice a week. I mean, I think I know what to practice now. You know, you can always practice putting. My chipping's been really bad. My driving's getting a little better. So I don't want to like fuck with it. You know, I don't want to mess with it too much. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm not going to It's go okay, to man. You could, you could say it. <laughs> we broke the rule a few times already. So, so I mean, you know, we're not, not going to put a clean rating on this one. I will yeah. admit it to the, to the, to the Apple store. So yeah, I don't know. You got me thinking maybe, maybe I'll, um, Maybe I'll get some scoring method scorecards and yeah, I'm going to give it a shot four rounds, you know? And, uh, and like you said, my, my plan right now, and we're going to get into a little bit, I think of our, our like actual golf practice plans. Uh, my plan right now is two range sessions a week. And that's what I'm being held accountable to as far as the bet is concerned. Right. So two range sessions a week. And, um, I have, I want one of those range sessions to be Adam drills, right? So Adam Young's strike plan drills. And that's because I really, I hit way too far behind the ball. Um, on a, on a bad day, I can hit, you know, as far back as three inches behind the ball, which is just brutal. When we were playing on Sunday for the first eight holes and really for a lot of the holes, I did a pretty good job of, of ball first contact. Um, so I really, I, I love Adam strike plan. I think he's got things where he focuses on, you know, striking the ball first, taking the right divot, having the right um, arc of your swing, uh, being able to control driver. Like uh, he, he really focuses on not just driver, not just short game, but, but, but a bit of everything. So I, I feel like doing his drills is really going to help me out. So, so I wanted one of my range sessions to be his drills and then the other one to be like short game stuff. But after I go through the four rounds of scoring method, it could be doing Adam drills one range session and then whatever the stats from scoring method tell me to focus on right. would, would be the other range session. I like it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that. Then I also want to do two home sessions a week. So in my home sessions, and some of this happens just naturally um, putting, right? I've got my putt out over here. I've got my putter up here. Um, I've got plenty of, 
plenty of golf balls up here. So I'll just kind of like putt randomly, but I do need to get better about scheduling that because if I don't schedule it, I don't do it. And I remember the last time we went to Myrtle, I couldn't putt for the life of me. And we were just having, you had gotten a putt out. So we were just having these putting contests in the condo at night. And I was free. I wasn't even like great in the putting contest, but just getting that practice in made my putting so much better on the course that weekend. I was like lights out the, the round we played at Heathland. I ended up winning. We were playing for the snake that time, which basically the snake is just whoever three putts has to hold the snake. And if you're away for a golf trip, you know, it could be a three or four days, how many rounds you play, but the last person holding the snake uh, loses. And I, I forget how we build the pot. Like every time the snake like, passes hands, it's five yeah, bucks it like, or something. Yeah, whatever. I don't forget yeah. the dollar amount, but yeah, it was like every three putt was yeah. a couple of bucks and whoever's holding the snake at the end loses. Yeah. And th that putt out saved me. I was three putting like crazy before the trip and us doing those putt outs at night. I mean, I, I can remember one putt I had, I think it was the 16th hole at Heathland, which like at that point, it was the last round. So at that point, 16th hole, like you really didn't want a three putt because you right. could have holding it. And the, the ledge the I mean, it had to be a 10, like 10 feet up. I mean, it was just, I was on the lower tier, <laughs> the hole was on the upper tier and it was just a monster, monster ramp up. And uh, I mean, I putted it to like within three inches and a week prior, I would have probably putted it off the green. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, I that's love the putt out. Exaggeration. Yeah. So, so my home sessions, I really want to get them scheduled. I haven't done a great job of those yet, but it's uh, putting and doing putt out drills and, uh, and also using the uh, plane mate. I do have the plane mate. Um, I guess you call it a swing aid or whatever it is. I'm not really sure. I, I, I haven't fully committed to it yet. I got it probably like around Christmas time and I've used it a few times and I do like it. And I would say that it really gives me a feel for what the proper swing plane is and, and, you know, we, we, we started this game later in our life. I haven't had a ton. I've had lessons before, but I haven't really like gone hardcore or hardcore or anything. So I don't even know if I know what a proper swing feels like, but I'm when I'm wearing this thing, it, it feels, it just grooves it in for me. You know, it kind of gives you like, like yeah, that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So I, I want to do that, in. do that I mean, a couple of times a week as well. Yeah it's a little contradictory to like Adam young and, you know, don't golf. It is golf, but. And, and that's the beauty of it is I don't want to, I can't think about mechanics. When I think about mechanics, my brain goes haywire and it all falls apart. You don't have to think about mechanics with this thing on. You just take your swing, but, right. it, but it, but it keeps you on the right plane. So you just start to groove the feeling of it. So yeah, I, I kind of dig it. Pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of dig it. And then uh, the last, the last piece is equipment. Um, you got me a putter fitting for Christmas. I need to, uh, I need to get in there and get that done. I'm going to bring my 20 year old putter in and, uh, uh, I will probably trade it in. I'm going to end up hanging it on I the wall. I really don't know why you're obsessed with being well, a 20 year old putter. It's a, it's a I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to trade it in. I'm, I'm certainly going to keep it. I just mean, I would like to go through a putter fitting process where, they're like, okay, do you aim with your left eye, your right eye? Do you want a mallet putter? Do you want a blade putter? Do you like, like, you know, what kind of aiming alignments, like what works for you so that I could just get a putter that I know is going to work for me. Yeah, that's and, cool. And move on from there. So that, that's the other part of my plan. 
Yeah, I quite frankly, it wouldn't happen until like I win this bet. I, I mean, I would love to go somewhere for a full bag fitting. It's just not in budget right now. Uh, I mean, I'm a bit of an equipment fiend. I, I, I well, what? I think it was 2019. I said uh, I don't, halfway through the year, I'm like, I'm not buying. And it might have actually been the full year. I'm like, I'm not buying any clubs this year. And I actually, <laughs> I ordered one January 1st. After I, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, I just got that new putter. Like I said, I, I'd love a full bag fitting. I'd love new irons. I'd love a new driver. I'd love some new wedges. But, I mean, quite frankly, to get to a 22 to a 12, it ain't the clubs right now. You know, it's... Yeah, it ain't the tools. It's so, the carpenter, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, yeah, I guess what I'm getting at is I don't really have any equipment goals. Well, yeah. I mean, I've got a putter. I've got a, I got a gift card for a putter fitting sitting on the shelf behind me. So, I mean, I gotta, I gotta put that in my goals, you know? Well, yeah. And then the putter. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I do have the one Edel putter that maybe they just make adjustments to. I don't know. We'll see. Well, it's like the old saying. I mean, if you have three putters, you really have one. Exactly. So I have two putters right now. <laughs> right. I need to eliminate one. I just yeah. need to have a putter. Yeah. I'm at a point where I have one. I, yeah, I, you got I, a I, you got a nice new putter. It, it's money for you. You're all good. Yeah, I love that thing. So I'm happy with my um, with my with my equipment as is. I guess. I mean, my irons are getting a little mismatchy over the years, but like I said, he, I'm you sure know what, there's though? plenty of twelves yeah. out there with worse equipment than I have. So oh, for sure. And it, it, I kind of think it kind of makes an argument for um, doing the scoring method. Like not only learn like where you're weak to practice, but you, like you said, you want to get a full bag fitting. Maybe you could just um, prioritize. Oh, okay. My, my wedges are really where I'm weak right now. I'm going to practice my wedges and those will be the first things I get fit for, you know, and then, yeah. then my irons, then my woods or whatever it might be, you know, according to the stats. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Not a bad idea. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So what else you got? You got the workout. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. I mean, I don't know what you got. I got, so I got. You said four. Well, all right. So A was fitness. B was mental game. C was the, I called them process goals, which is basically the range sessions and the home sessions. And then four was the equipment. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess I say, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, we've covered my fitness at this point. I do have mental as well after leaving our round the other day um i started a note in my phone and it's called uh golf 101 is my pre-round note nice i need to read before i play so far i only have three things on it don't be a bitch is number one (laughs) you might want to rethink the phrasing on that one but i know you're a feminist but uh you might want to rethink the phrasing on that one all right, don't be a crybaby. <laughs> that, that work better? You can do whatever you want. I'm open to anything. All all right. Right. It's all good. Don't be a crybaby. Three-quarter right. driver swings. And I actually got this from Imagine Golf, which is part of my uh, mental plan. I got Imagine Golf. Um, What's Imagine Golf? It's that app that uh, Icarito was, uh, was okay. using in that one episode. Okay. Actually, I had it like a so, little, like golf meditations or yeah, not yeah, golf stories, golf, just different golf things really help, help you visualize or yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. You get some free stuff, you can check it out, and then like you know, like there's one thing on there right now that is um, 
what actually made me purchase it because i was like oh let me check out this it's got good reviews good reviews yeah and then um there's like a mental thing in here and they gave you the first episode for free and that's what's number three on my uh course uh my list uh think better play better and i really enjoyed it four minutes um and then that's the first episode free there's like seven of them it's called the golf driver's license Um, so I I listened to the first one I liked it I'm like I'm pulling the trigger for the mental aspect of the game and um, so yeah that's the third on my list don't be a cry baby three-quarter driver swings and think better play better I like it yeah so mental game is going to be some of that imagine golf Um, I think some of it is just remembering that we're out there having fun you know it is and trust me, I've said that before. When you are shanking balls in the woods and you paid yeah. seventy five dollars to be there, and it's hard, <laughs> out, it's hard to do sometimes. I know it is. It is. But, it is. Um, you can't let. I said to you when we were playing. You know, I heard that thing from Dustin Johnson. Someone asked him why he's so good or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. How they phrased it, but he was like, "I just." He's like, "I don't let bad shots bother me." You know, he's like, "I see the ball. I hit it." If it's good, great. I go hit it again. If it's bad, okay. Mm-hmm. I go hit it again. There's nothing you can do. You just yeah. gotta yeah. let it go. Yep. No, I totally agree. It's easy for us to look at those guys and be like, oh, well, if it's bad, you know, whoa, you didn't hit the exact spot on the fairway you wanted to hit. So that was a bad shot. But honestly, these guys hit bad shots too. We see a lot of the good shots on TV because typically the leaders are not hitting the bad shots. Although, uh, this past weekend, Bryson did just cold top a ball off the yeah. tee, which was kind of interesting to see. Um, you know, it happens. These guys don't always hit great shots. They really don't. And and being able to to just shake it off, I think, is is a part of the reason why they can shoot so low. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I have a lot of, like, the mental books. I mean, I've read them, quite honestly. I mean, some stick out more than others, but I don't think maybe i'll go peruse him again but yeah mental is just more of i think like you said i mean i don't i don't do meditation but a lot of the yoga i do at the end has some meditation in it Mm -hmm. it's just kind of you know staying grounded and things like that but i mean a mental game kind of you know just i think a lot of it just boils down to you know don't be a baby yeah no doubt and i i feel like meditation for me um Right. So when you hit a bad shot, your, your immediate feeling is I, I want to be angry. I want to be, I want to be aggravated. I want to be pissed off. I want to express that anger. Meditation just gives you the ability to like, kind of like put that pause in between something bad happening and your reaction to it. So that you, so that you can like step back and be like, maybe I should rethink right. this, you know? Well, did you ever see that pro who would give himself a fist pump? No, like, like no, no matter what. So there's like this like famous video. Of, I'll find it. I'll I'll text it to you. He's like he misses like a four foot putt, but he's like, yeah. you know, and like everyone's like, what is this guy doing? But it was like his like sports psychologist, yeah. you know, told him like you gotta like stay positive. Yeah, uh, I so love it. I love it. it always just like no matter what his shot was, he'd be like give himself a little fist pump. And be like, Dude, right. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do this. I yeah. think I'm on this, man. Yeah. I'm gonna shank one into the water on the left. <laughs> yeah. like, yes. Yeah. Sign people, me up. Yeah, people think you're freaking mental, but hey, whatever works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. Hey, they they already think I'm mental. It's all good. I mean, if it stops you from being a I think the biggest thing, and uh, we can probably wrap this up soon, but for me, yep. like, I remember 
last couple of rounds have been really slow, not because of us. So like we're waiting on these people and then someone drives up behind us and then I start to rush. I'm like, right. are they going to think I'm the slow person? You know? And I'm <laughs> like, I like, I have to let that go. Mm -hmm. I tell you, man, we did it a couple, you know, the, the last, the, the round when we only played nine holes cause it was so slow. When those folks came up behind, we just flat out told them like, Hey, it's not us. Yeah, like it, yeah, that you know, time wasn't bad. That that's the key. We just got to tell yeah. them, like, hey, it's not us. So, you know, when we were at Stonebridge and played with that guy who would like putt with his wedge all the time. Yeah, um, <laughs> like yeah, I remember he he pulled up while we were waiting, and then finally I was ready to tee off, and he pulled up, and he wasn't he wasn't like loud or anything, and I freaking shanked it in the woods, you know, because right, like, I was driving the ball great all day, and the seventh hole I shanked one in the woods because he's behind me, and I'm thinking, uh, you know, it's just like that just has to stop. Like, yeah, I know yeah. that saying that just has to stop won't get it to stop, so I know I need to like work on that, but like, yeah, the the mental game is. It's just weak. It's just weak, and it's got to get better. Yeah, so, it's a big, it's know. a big part we'll of it. Maybe some it's books. Maybe this uh, magic golf. Maybe this. Uh, Dude, magic golf. You're in, man. Think better, play better. You're in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know we've we've mentioned a lot of different things. In no way do uh, we get a cut of any of this. We're not sponsored by. No, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all just. <laughs> Nobody knows who here. we are, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just a couple of guys trying to get better yeah. at golf. Exactly. Yeah just want to throw that out there yeah yeah there, you know. there is not any monetary incentive for you to go download imagine golf yeah yeah or get it looks cool, yeah. or whatever, yeah. whatever well i yeah yeah i mean i gotta be out <laughs> i gotta be honest the imagine golf uh, i had never heard of it until you just mentioned it so i'm gonna check it out now yeah it's pretty cool i so say it does look cool I'm, i got the app store open looks pretty cool so, all right, man. I know you got to jump i gotta jump too so i i think we've covered our practice plans we've covered the bet I know I lost the first week, but hey, it's a marathon, buddy. Not yeah, a I was going to say, we got a long time. So you were 20.7. I was 22.7. Quick summary. And it is biggest percentage by November 1st. That's right. Biggest percentage drop by November 1 wins the pot. God, I can't wait to play number two for free with a caddy. <laughs> it's going to be, be nice. amazing. It's going to be amazing. Oh, you wish. <laughs> All righty, dude. Well, I guess I will talk to you uh, next week. Let's uh, right. make a tea time. Sounds good. Catch you later. Right. Later. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review. You can also check out the show notes at yourstillaway.com and follow us on Twitter at YSA Podcast or on Instagram at Your Still Away Podcast. Also, you can get more detailed email updates on my journey to get to a single-digit handicap at chasing80.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Till then, hit them straight.